All right. I got Rick James on my brain. What What's, about you? What song is in your head? Rick James? Yeah. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> but I always, that's like one of my favorites. No, I there's there's no song in my head today. It is Friday. Maybe that's my song. Margaritaville? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's our Friday, and we're out of here. Welcome back, Kimberly Kay. What are you doing over there? Man, I'm getting ready for a great weekend Yeah, with my honey bunny. All right. We are in this town. We're out of town from our normal town, and so... You're taking a little vacation. A little mini vacay, and it's going to be date night tonight. Hey. Mm -hmm. Everybody knows what that means. What are you up to? Hey, listen, I got chores to do this weekend. It's, yeah. I don't have a whole lot of fun going on on, on, on my side of town right now. What kind of chores? You got to like, clean the toilets or nope, what? I got to re-returns. Oh, the worst. I got worst. the dreaded return. The worst. Mm -hmm. From Christmas, I got some things I got to go return. I did that. To sender. There's it is no song. fun. It's, it's no, no fun. fun. Let me tell you what makes it fun. If you can get this to work, you get your husband to drive you. And he pops you out at the door. You run in. You make the turn. You come back. He That's picks you up. That's what's happening tonight. That's what's happening. That's our date night right there. <laughs> that is what That's is going best. down. Yes. <laughs> and then some shoe shopping. I'm going to do some shoe shopping. Oh, where are you? And there's another shoe song about shoe shopping. I mean, I could just come up Old Dominion shoe shopping. Anyways, where am I going? Did you ask me where I was going? Where are you going to buy some shoes? I think I'm going to try some Nordstrom's. Okay. Maybe Nordstrom's rack. Like, is there a sale I don't know about? That's no. what I really want to know. I don't know about any sale. I just want some new flats. <laughs> I want a couple of new flats. Mama needs some new pair of shoes. Okay. Another song. I love it. My mama always says, buy the shoe. Just buy the Just shoe. buy it. Just buy the shoe. Just buy it. And buy two pairs of them because you know you're going to love them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you love them enough because you're going to wear them out. And that's, that is so the truth. If it I is. love them, I wear them out. I wear them out. And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, I want those shoes again. Okay, we got to get to it. Let's get to it. Let's get to what it. What, are, talk what about? are we talking about today? <laughs> Obviously, neither of us know. No, we know. <laughs> Well, I want to talk plan. about books. We talked a lot on the last episode about some books we were reading. I was like, well, that'll be fun. Let's do an episode on what are you reading? What are you reading? Why is reading so important? Why do you care? Why do I care yeah. about reading? Yeah. I think it is important. I think it's important for leaders to be readers, yep. right? So as a leader, you see I think that quote around, right? Yeah, leaders, leaders are readers. readers. <laughs> but I think it's important as a leader to be reading because it just helps you stay fresh with what's going on in your industry, what's going on in, like, is it your role or your service you're providing? Like, the work that you do, what's the latest and greatest so you don't miss it? Stay up to date. Yeah, stay up to date. Otherwise, yeah. old ideas, man. It's not inspiring when you're old around bread, old ideas. Day old yeah. bread. That's right. You got to keep your team motivated, keep them inspired. And the only way to do that is by staying current and fresh on new things that are going on. Yes, I would agree. And then it also just helps, you know, like, just about your team members, right? I bet there's a lot of leaders out there that have a wide variety of early career, late career, mid-career people on their teams. And it just helps you know how to work with each and every one of them if you're reading up on that kind of stuff. Yeah, you're kind of learning important. about yourself. Yeah. So it's not just business stuff or what kind of area I'm working in, but it's also kind of some self-development. I would say, yes. And I think you can read all kinds of things. It doesn't all have to be self-development. Yeah. It ne you need to keep that brain sharp in many, many different areas. So are you reading right now? Or are you making that a priority this time of the year? I am making it a priority and I am enjoying it. I would say the majority of my life, I have not been a big reader. Yeah. I think, you know, coming out of college, I had to read so much and I was like, I'm never going to read I'm again. over it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm like, I'm done. Yeah. It had to be short stories, small short, articles. Like one or two paragraphs? <laughs> no novels. <laughs> you know? 
Uh, magazines. magazines. I can handle magazines. A few pictures. <laughs> With lots of pictures. But you notice know, I've gotten a little older and I'm really enjoying, I'm really, really enjoying reading this last year All and right. even right now. And I am ADDDDDDDD reading. Because you're ready to move on. Well, I'm just reading so many things at once. Oh, got it, got it, got it. (laughs) I can't just read one book, and I read a little bit of this one, and I put it down, and I go read a little bit of that one. And I remember I have this aunt, Mm -hmm. and she reads all day long. She can have five or six books going at once, and I was like, I don't even understand that. (laughs) You read one, you get through it, you start another one. But she has a lot of books going at the same time, and so so do I now, and it makes perfect sense. It's kind of touching on different aspects of your brain or your thinking, right? Yes. And it's not just one specific area. I get it. I can dig that. Yeah, firing on a lot of different cylinders up there. I got a couple books that I'm reading too. And so I want to know, what is on your reading list? All right, I'm going to start. I'll I'll start on that since you asked me the question. My first book that I am reading, I'm reading a couple. I'm just like you. I got got about four or five going. (laughs) Okay. This is the first time I've ever had four or five going. I'm normally like... Read it, get to the end next. Read it, get to the end. And this year I took a little bit of a different approach. And I'm it's fun. I, I do. I like it. And yeah. and they are offering me different things, right? Mm-hmm. So when I'm getting ready to relax, I'm gonna pull a different book. Or if I want to kind of work a little bit, I'm gonna pull a different book. It's just mm-hmm. different depending on how I'm feeling at the moment, which sounds really weird because I'm like you. Like, give me the magazine, big picture, a couple of Sudoku <laughs> boxes, points. whatever to <laughs> yeah. But now I'm I'm enjoying it. The one that I right now have been most surprised by, I've got five going. The one that I'm most surprised by is The Atlas of the Heart by Brene Brown. Okay. I like Brene Brown. I think she's amazing. I think she's a great speaker. She's incredibly inspiring. Great information. I've just watched some of her shows or her... uh, Speaking engagements. Yeah, thank Uh you. Her speaking Uh engagements on YouTube. And I just, I had had pulled a book before and it it was good. But I was like, "Mm, I kind of was looking for something a little bit different. This one for me has been like, whoa. It has really kind of pushed me to think about my life, Uh my childhood, how I grew up. She starts the book out. It's so good just how she starts. Just She's so open and honest about her life. And this whole book is talking about emotion in the first couple of chapters, she's talking about fear and how oftentimes a lot of the decisions we're making or the things that we're doing is driven out of fear. And why is that? And it's digging what I would say deep. <laughs> and and I have to be honest that I got to a certain point in the book where it was like, you know what? I don't, I don't really want to think about that anymore. Uh-huh. I, I kind of got to let that settle for a little bit because it it just is going into a place. It's heavy. My, yeah, it's heavy. It's a little too heavy sometimes, Right. So I had to put it away. But that's my out-of-the-box, the the one I'm most excited about because I feel like it's really giving me or has given me already a lot of things to think about the way that I think about emotion, the way I think about my own emotion, and how I communicate my own emotion. Mm -hmm. And just I can even remember it's early on in the book where she talks about there's so many different emotions, but oftentimes all we hear are like three different emotions, happy, sad, mad. Mm -hmm. And it's like lots more emotion, but that we're very limited in how we articulate mm, how we're mm-hmm, feeling. Where we bucket that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's it's powerful, just a powerful book. And I absolutely love it. Interesting. So why did you decide to read that? What made you want to read that? I got it as a gift. Somebody gave it to me as a gift. Oh, nice. And it was okay. unexpected. And so why did I read it? It goes back to this. I'm on this thing with my health this year. 
And as part of that, I'm dedicating reading a certain amount every day. And I started reading one book and then I kind of got a little bit bored and it just wasn't enough. I needed more to read. And so then I kind of saw that on the shelf and I was like, you know what? I'm going to pull that out. Pulled out the Brene Brown book and it has kept me intrigued. It has kept me going. And I really just am saturated in the material that's coming out. Did you like that word, saturated? Saturated. Saturated. (laughs) Yeah. So I guess here's my question, because I was like, "Mm, maybe I would read that. So is it an easy read that's Mm -hmm. deep, like the, you know, the the way the author writes it, it's easy, but it's deep. Or is it hard to read and deep? Easy read. Easy read. Yeah. Her style of writing, I absolutely love it. Easy, easy read. You can get through it quick, quick, and you can go through it fast. The way she talks, it's just, it's like you're sitting there talking to her yeah. when you're reading this book. And that's what makes you want to keep going. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. But then you're like, you get to that place and you're like, I got to unpack that I got to unpack bit. that a little I bit. I love that. I love a book that you can't, it, it's like, it's written so well, you can't put it down and it's considered, I consider it an easy read. All right, what you got going on over there? That's my first book that I'll talk about. What do you got? <laughs> well, I guess in terms of, because is that book, would you categorize it as like leadership or self-help, self-development? I think self- it's self-development. All right. Yeah, I, I think that's the way I would couch it at this point is kind of my emotions and why I'm making decisions out of which emotions and what's driving that from my history. So I think it's more of me personally, but I think it will impact Mm -hmm. my leadership skills, right? There will absolutely be some overflow there that I can continue to think about and improve over time. Nice. Yeah. Well, I think for me, there is something that I'm reading for self-development and to help my leadership, but it also helps me in business. So it's kind of a twofer, and I love that. And it's this FYI book, For Your Improvement. It's written by Corn Ferry. All right. And I'm telling you, If you're a leader and you're like, I'm going to have one book as a leader, this to me is that book. It just, it has all these different leadership competencies or, you know, qualities or whatever you want to call it that they have deemed, Corn Ferry, right, has deemed as important. Okay. And when I look down the list, I'm like, yep, those are all pretty important. Pretty good. The way the book is designed and laid out. So there's a real short chapter, maybe 10 pages on each topic. And it tells you what does it look like if you're highly skilled in this area? What does it look like if you're low skilled? Oh, nice. Yeah. What does that mean for your team? What are some things you can do to build the skills? It gives you like, if you really want to go deep and you want to get to some other readings, they give you some other resources. So give me a topic. What's a topic that's in there? Uh, Let's see. Well, listen, I have it right here. Pull it out. (laughs) I'll tell you the topic that I'm on. This topic right here is, well, hold on. Hold on. You really are pulling out the book, (laughs) turning those pages. I hear you. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, because the topic, it's not the way I would normally describe it. So values, differences. Right here, this is the one that I'm on. Values, differences. Oh, do you value differences in others? Yes. Differences of opinions are just your own. okay. And so, and how, and in considering that when you're building your team and things like that. So... They give you that, like I said, they're going to give you the what is less skilled, what is talented, what happens if you overuse this skill, Mm. possible causes of a lower skill, like how did you get to be this way, and then just gives you some... That's interesting, possible causes. Like how did you get here? How did you get here? Because that's the only (laughs) way you really can kind of have long-lasting, deep change. Yes. Right? Not this superficial, I'm going to modify it for a little bit, but I really want to fundamentally unpack this thing and change how I see this. And you got to really understand where it started. Yes. That's pretty cool. Yes. 
And then so there's tips to develop this skill, you know, if you want to call it a skill or whatever competency. Yep. Tips to develop, things you can go a little bit deeper on. And then it gives you not just tips for development, but it really gives you some actions like go do this in your work. Go Mm -hmm. try this. Love that. And then it gives you kind of some follow-up. Here's how to kind of follow up yourself kind of thoughts. It's just really good. Really, really good. And I mean, there is probably, looks like about... 40 topics or so. Okay. Yeah. So plans and aligns, being resilient, resourcefulness, driven results. I mean, it, it, like every one of them. Yes, that's it's important those, for leadership. One of those things that just keeps on giving. Yes. FYI, for your improvement. Man, are you getting I, kickbacks by Corn Ferry? I wish I was. I need to call them and tell them to listen to this episode. <laughs> You're like, this is this is the book. <laughs> so all the leaders who are listening, yes. you want to get this FYI for your what? Improvement. For your improvement. I like yeah. it. Amazon.com, they have, you know, used, but it's, it's pretty spendy. It's, is it? It's not cheap. You know, okay. it's up there in the $68 range. All right. And it should be. It's that good. Is that what it's worth <laughs> 68, it? 68 or whatever. But you can get used ones and you can get the older version. I think they're on like edition five or something. I don't know what edition this is. It's hot pink and I love it. There's another one that's out. I think there's even a newer one that's out. But Man, if you're listening and you know somebody who just got promoted, this is a nice little gift to give somebody who just got promoted. Yes, They can have that and lean in on it and help them as they're growing and developing. I would agree for any level, not just for new supervisors, but this is mid-level manager level. This is director level. This is good. Really good. I like it. All right. I'm going to have to take a look at it. I Mm -hmm. haven't seen it. I'm going to have to... It's all good. Find that book. (laughs) F-Y-I. F-Y-I. All right. My next one, I'm going to throw you for a loop on this one. Are you ready for this one? I'm ready. The next one that I am reading. Now, look, this is a kid's book. You see it? Imagination Station. The Imagination Station. Why series are you number reading three. That? It is called Peril in the Palace. So, my, do you want to know? Is it because you want to know what your kids are reading? No. What, what's my, going on? My son asked me to read this book. Okay. And he said, Mama, I want you to read this book. And I said, Why do you want me to read this book? And he said, Because as part of one of my assignments at school, I had to make a crossword puzzle based on this book. And I want you to do my crossword puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> so he wants to see He's if I can. He's a little delegator. I yeah. love it. He's like, I want to see if you can do my crossword puzzle. He's super proud of his crossword puzzle. And it looks fantastic. He has done an incredible job. The whole down, across. He's got multiple... I mean, okay. I was thinking he's wanting you to create his his. No, ma'am. His, no, he okay. has created. So one. I scratched that when I said delegate. He was like, <laughs> he wants you to Answer. fill it out. Answer yeah. it. Okay, see if you can do it. Yeah, okay. can I do it? And and I will tell you, he gave me this assignment to read this book probably about two weeks ago now. Yeah, and I've read about a chapter in there, and he always he's checking in on me, Mama. Where are you at on that book? <laughs> well, how are you doing on that book? So I have this other assignment. It's a quick read. I mean, oh, good, because really, I'd be like, baby, do you got the cliff notes? Yeah, no, it really should take me. Oh, yeah, I can up. see from you here. See? You've got like 15 I, lines on one page. Yeah, I should be able to get through that <laughs> in no time. But I just haven't picked it up just yet, except for the first chapter, probably 30 minutes, maybe 45 minutes. I'll get through this. I love it. Peril in the Palace, Imagination Station. Anybody looking for some kids books? Those are pretty good. Okay, that's very cool. And I love that the assignment is not just to read it and do a book report, but to do a crossword puzzle. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, clever. right. I and like that, it. Just mm-hmm. make it a little, change it up a little bit. Yeah. I think their teacher's yeah. pretty, pretty clever when they're asking for those <laughs> kinds of assignments. I would say so. What's your next yeah. one? I'm curious. You got any fun ones besides uh, work? You just threw out a work-related one. How about any fun ones? Kimberly? I do. You know, so I have 
for my whole life, when I would read, I like to read self-help books. And people would roll their eyes when I say that, like, good Lord, you got to be kidding me how boring. I'd never read that. And most of the time, it was people that read, like, fiction-type books, right? Like, I never liked it. I was like, it's it's not even true. Why would I spend time reading that? (laughs) (laughs) And so now I've gotten into reading fiction books that are could possibly true. No sci-fi type stuff, but could possibly be true. And so this, I would say within the last two months, I bet I read seven fiction books. And really? Love them. Love, love, love them. But right now I'm on one that I don't love so much. Okay. Yeah, it was recommended. And What is know, it? What is it called? It's called Anxious People. Okay. And I am trying to stay with it, yeah. but I'm like, I'm going to give it about 10 more pages and I'm out of here. Yeah, you're like dumping that one. <laughs> yeah. It's not so good. What's the plot? Uh, I'm really trying to figure it out. It's just about something that happened. So I don't want to get all that away, but it's about yeah. like something that happened and there's just all these different anxious people about okay. something. And it's it's like it's flip-flopping back and forth and I'm like... It's hard to stay with it. It's hard to stay with it. I'm like, we're doing what now? Because I like to read kind of fast. <laughs> fast. And, you know, kind of skip some sentences if you need to. <laughs> You're like, first and last sentence, let's keep moving. <laughs> yeah. I'm not getting it quite yet, but all I'm right. really, I think I'm in like maybe chapter two or three or something like that. Anxious people. Anxious people. But you're now, like, no, move on. No, move on. But the like the ones that I have read recently that I've loved, like, was American Dirt. I enjoyed reading that. It was about, really about migration and migrants and how mm-hmm. they hop trains. So it's like, it's not necessarily a true story, but it, these things really do happen mm-hmm. in life. And it was about, you know, just making a new life and all of that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. So that was really good. The Four Winds, I loved that. Mm. So anyway, I mean, I could just go on and on with all that. I'm not a big, I don't do a lot of that. I'm all in the self-help category. I'm, I'm the one who was supporting you. That one friend back in the day who was like, keep I going, you. girl, I understand. So what else? Do you have another self-help book? I do. I got another one. And my other one is, I think you read this one last year. Mm-hmm. And I didn't. When you picked it up, I was like, uh, you know, I don't know that I'm going to pick that one up because it sounded a little like... Why are you being all happy? Yeah, I was like, well, what do you need that for? (laughs) I picked it up this year and it's the happiness advantage. Mm -hmm. And I, again, I'm early on in it, probably three, four chapters in. I love it. Mm -hmm. I absolutely love it. I love it, love it, love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. I loved it too. It was a good book. I love this whole thing of... Does success bring you happiness or does happiness bring you success? Yeah. Love it. And I love the principles of it. I love the whole entire thing. I love the way the author writes. I love the studies that he talks about. That's like my kind of jam. I love it. So I'm excited about it. It totally rings my bell. This is the one that I kind of pick up and it's when I'm in a good mood Uh and I just kind of want to keep staying in a good mood, right? I don't really want to work while I'm reading. I just kind of want to challenge myself to think a little bit. So I got to be in a good mood to get that one. Yeah. But I really do love it. Yeah, I, I would agree that the studies kind of keep me engaged because there's some science behind. It's not just somebody's opinion. Mm-hmm. There's some science behind it. And I was like, man, that makes perfect sense. I remember, I think I did that one on Audible mm-hmm. and I listened to it and I, I loved driving back and forth from here to home listening to that book. Really it's good. super positive. I yeah, mean, you can't, it's, yeah. it's good for the beginning of the year, I yeah. would say. Get you going, get your motor running. And it really does. It I agree with you that it kind of fires you up, gets you pumped up, and you're like, you know what? This whole happiness thing, there ain't nothing wrong with it. <laughs> Feels good, you know. I mean, <laughs> I do, I kind of talk to my kids a little bit about that, you know, helping them think about does it feel good to be negative? Like, are uh, you feeling good right now? 
does that make you happy? You know, versus, hey, it's a good day. Everybody's feeling good. And it's yeah. like, doesn't that feel much better than feeling negative? You know? Yeah. For me personally, it's like, I would much rather be happy, much rather find the positive side or the bright side versus mm-hmm. focusing in on what's not working or what what I don't have or I got to go, you know, I don't have enough money to go buy the pair of shoes that I want, right? Versus thinking, what can I go get? I mean, I just, I like that. Uh, it's helpful for me. It makes me, it's my jam. Excellent. Excellent. Right. I love that. It's like that, to me, like I go back to that, get your motor running. It just yep. gets you motivated and going in the right direction. Sounds a little, yeah. I mean, again, there's going to be people who are listening who are like, oh, brother, are they for real? <laughs> well, we can plan that music. Get your motor running. Ooh, that's good. That's another good one. <laughs> All right, so shall I give you what else is on my I list? I want to know what else is on your Listen, list. Listen, I like it when I can get a twofer, right? When it's like has twofer. served two purposes. Yeah. <laughs> so I do have a really, really good book that I mentioned, I think, on the last episode, somewhere recently, mm-hmm. uh, that I was given to me as a gift, and it is called The 40-Day Sugar Fast. I know that book. All right, so this great friend gave me this 40-Day Sugar Fast. I love it, love, love, love it, because it is helping me not only in my health, but in my spiritual life. Mm -hmm. And so this book is just all really about replacing sugar. Like, why do you turn to sugar? It helps you think about, why do I go get sugar for comfort, you Mm -hmm. know, or because I'm feeling happy or because I'm feeling sad or whatever. So I'm turning to sugar. And what can I replace that with? And so it's, you know, in the beginning, I would say it was kind of tough. But now it's like, you know, I'm not missing my sugar as much. And I'm building a stronger relationship because I'm kind of praying through it and leaning on somewhere else to go get this fulfillment versus from sugar. And so that place where I go lean is to Jesus. And I love, love, love it. I love the book too. So I am reading the book as well. I've got it right here. It's the 40 Day Sugar Fest. And I think it is fantastic. I love it because each of the days, it's broken up, right? Over 40 days, you're fasting for 40 days from sugar, and you have about a four-page read every day. And I will tell you, the thing I love about this book is, so I grew up in church. I grew Mm -hmm. up in church, and I grew up singing songs. I just remember singing a lot of songs when Mm -hmm. I was a kid. So I love that there are so many stories in here that remind me about those songs. Uh One I know was about Jericho. Another one is just like, Verses from the Bible that I remember singing all the time as I grew up. So those first probably 10 days for me, it just, I don't know, it felt so warm and cozy. Uh I know that sounds bizarro, but it just felt very warming. I don't know, comforting. Just reading those verses, (laughs) reading those stories. It was like, gosh, I remember singing those songs. And now as an adult, where I'm at now in life, I see the meaning, right? Mm-hmm. And when you're singing it as a child, five, six, seven, eight years old, you don't necessarily understand the meaning. But now it's like, ah, seeing it now through this lens is fantastic. So I'm on day number, I guess, 20 now, 21. And I have loved the entire book. Yeah. What's interesting is I do remember the story about Jericho and the Walls. I did love that. So it's kind of hitting with you on like songs that y'all used to sing. But for me, it is about those Bible verses that they quote. Mm-hmm. And I remember, you know, kind of sitting in church like, yeah, yeah, you know, when those were, yep. you know, when we were going over those. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm not ready for that. I don't need that like, you know, later in life somewhere. But they are really hitting home. Like today was about boredom. Yep. Right. It was all about boredom. 
And sometimes you're going to that sugar just because you're bored. And a couple of days ago, it was talking about shopping therapy, retail oh, therapy, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, which yeah. is why we have to go do all those returns. Go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so it just helps you not just replace your sugar, but what are some of the other things mm-hmm. you're doing that you're kind of running to for comfort? And so, I don't know, those Bible verses and all that, because that to me, it's like, it has a basis behind it. It has merit behind it when it has a, you know, you should be doing this or shouldn't be doing this or think about doing this. And here's the scripture that talks about that. And I'm like, ooh, that's good. Yeah, it just nails it home. The other one for me, I got the shopping, I got the boredom, but it was devices. Oh, I yeah. I was like, oh, man. <laughs> just when you think you're overcoming it, right? You're like, I'm in this for 15 days. And then she's like, what about the devices? And I'm like, yep. That's me. So it's really thinking about what are all the little things that you go do in order to fulfill some need that you have, right? Mm -hmm. It's a powerful book. I thought it was fantastic. Or I think it's fantastic. I'm not completely all the way through. We got 20 more days. Yeah. 19. (laughs) Yeah, and I'm loving it. And so I use that for kind of my Bible study, you know, Mm -hmm. devotional in the morning. I use that one in the morning, and that's what gets me started. But there's another book that my aunt, my sweet aunt, that uh, has asked us to do a, a program for her. We'll have to talk about that coming up. Oh, let's do it. Yeah, I'm excited about that. And she gave us all a book. There's some prayer warriors in my family. There's a group of us, right, that we all, you know, when there's, you Something know, pr- matters of prayer, you yep. know, for the family, we get together and we pray for that. Not necessarily physically together, but sure. my aunt sends out, hey, here's what's going on with everybody. And there's, you know, there can be five or six things that we're praying for. And she gave us all this book called The Circle Maker. And I'm getting ready to have not dove into it yet, but I'm getting ready to dive into that. And so that'll be kind of like a little bit of my 40-day sugar fast and a little bit of that in the morning, and that'll be enough to get me going. Oh, I can't wait to hear what you got to say about that one. Yeah, about the circle maker. Yeah. I'll come back. I'll report back back on the circle maker. Yeah. All right. What else is going on? What other books? Well, listen, I have one more book that I could not let go. So I mentioned this one on the last episode, I believe. This book that I'm reading, this Burn the Fat, Feed the Muscle. All right. This book was given to me about 14 years ago. Is as, that right? Yes, as an ebook back then. So it was like one of the very first ebooks. And so if you think about it, our phones 14 years ago were teeny tiny and the screen was about a. Were you using the Blackberries? Yeah. <laughs> I think I had like a razor or something. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. That. The flip phone. The, the flip phone. Come on. And so the only way to really read an ebook was sit in front of your computer. Well, who wants to do that? Sure. Not me. So I never read it 14 years ago, but I found it again. So I came across it on Amazon and I came and I was like, oh, let me go see. I remember that book and I remember the person that gave it to me. And so I'm thoroughly enjoying reading it 14, 15 years later. So you never read it a long time ago. You just picked it up I again. I kind of thumbed through it, but I was yeah. like, hey, I don't have time for this to sit in front of this computer and read this thing. Yeah. Who does? Yeah. You know, not me. All right. So no, I never got into really, really reading it. But let me tell you, this is so good. It kind of tells me like, all of the things I did, not necessarily wrong, but, oh. you know, like when you're trying to diet, like what is wrong with dieting? And, yeah. You know, and it's it's really about trying to find a different way to boost your metabolism. And you do it the way, this book is written by a guy that used to be a little chubby guy. Uh-huh. And, and then he became a bodybuilder and he learned the secrets of bodybuilders. And he okay. went to school to learn all about, you know, athletics, kinesiology, whatever that yep. is. Yeah. And anyway, now he helps other people do this with their bodies. And it is phenomenal, and I have bought you one, and I'm gifting it to you right here, live on this extra shot of leadership. Well, episode. come on now, <laughs> hand it over. Let me take a look at it. Yeah. All right, there it is. I like that. Uh, yeah, it's really, really good, and it just, man, it is all about how you build muscle when you're 
you know, slimming down or whatever, you do not want to lose an ounce of muscle. There was a quote in there about Warren Buffett, I believe. Mm-hmm. And he's like, the best way to make money is to never lose money. Same thing with your muscle. <laughs> the best way to come tight and toned is to never lose the muscle. You continue to build the muscle just like you continue to build your wealth. Girl, so, you know I got to burn the fat. So yeah. I'm going to have to check that one out. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. I just, I feel like it's just, for me, it's like some really good aha moments in there. Well, I can't wait to dig in. Mm-hmm, Thank mm-hmm, you so much. Mm-hmm. That's and nice then pass you. it on. That's I'm just that's what I'm doing. I'm passing it on. Then you pass it on to somebody I'll else. Pass it on to somebody it. else. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. I got it. I like it. Yeah. Hey, look, so, thirty minutes has flown by. Yeah, but do you have anything else? I have one more, but I feel like you know what? Who wants to hear about this last one? <laughs> that's what I say. <laughs> we'll get it on another episode. Yeah, we'll, we'll catch tie it later it in somewhere. I gotta say, we've never done this whole "What are you reading?" kind of episode. No. I really like this one. I like it. I think we ought to do it a couple of times a year. Like, what were our favorite books throughout the year? Yeah, that was fun to hear what you were working on and what you're... I had no idea about the fiction, like kind of where Mm -hmm. you're spending your time. So that was fun. Thanks for that little update. Thank you for this book. You're welcome. I'm excited to report back what I'm going to learn from it. Yeah, and I want, like, your Brene Brown book, and when you're done with it, can you pass that one on over? I can certainly pass it over. <laughs> it is really, Now you've got me intrigued. You know, the thing with this book, too, the Brene Brown book, is it's a hardcover. It's just really, it's just mm. a pretty book. Oh, nice. It really is. When you look inside, it's just a pretty book. I really like it. Anyways, those of you who are listening, thank you so much for checking out this episode. We hope you've enjoyed the conversation about books. What are you reading? Send us your notes. We want to know. What you think is a great book? What's been your biggest self-help or what's been your biggest aha? And if it's health, if it's the Bible, if it's, you know what, emotions, whatever it is, we want to hear about it. Yeah, I really do want to hear about it. And then I also want other people to hear about this podcast because it's just that good. (laughs) (laughs) So listen, back to that FYI book. If you are not reading a good leadership book, you don't have one yet, check out that one. Then share this episode with your leadership friends so that they can hear about FYI. Then subscribe so you can come right back here for another shot of leadership. Oh, for an extra shot of leadership. (laughs) 